from round the corner to your street and neighbourhood. This is Pablo for breakfast. Adam Ross, King of the Nerds, back with us once again as we head into the weekend. And it's been a big week, Adam, with the Oscar nominations. They're out. Well, look, it's Christmas for movie geeks, effectively. <laughs> uh, and so now we get to guess what our presents will be. Now, I mean, like, a lot of film critics aren't really, like, they're not betting people. They're not going to the horse races all the time. But they get, you know, they get pretty feverish about this thing. Lists are starting to come out. People are fighting on Facebook already. Uh, you can even go onto places with bookies and, and put on a bet if you want to. But we now know what the fields are. And so I think, uh, you know, for curious listeners at home, now you've got, like, a little bit of a guide of what you should catch up with. So like you know when the oscars do actually premiere in march you could possibly have caught up on all of these films most of them because some are going to get late releases but you can actually know what you're talking about to your friends and family and also watch what is ostensibly the greatest list of movies to come out in the last 12 months well the best picture i mean there's some rip roaring ones in there and a couple that we haven't quite seen yet well, look, they have extended this category. Traditionally, it was always five movies. I like that because, to me, that means, you know, you've got to fight really hard to get in there. Sometimes I feel like they pad this list out a little bit. Um, so a surprise in this category was All Quiet on the Western Front because this is a foreign language film, and we have started to see films that are nominated in the foreign language category making their way into the main category. I think that's Oscars trying to, you know, appear a little bit more sophisticated. So we've had films like Parasite and Roma jump over into this category in recent times. So, but All Quiet on the Western Front is currently available for free on Netflix. And um, your favourite, Tar, is in the mix. Well, Tar, yeah, Tar is opening wide in Australia tomorrow. And so that was my favourite film of the last year. Probably the most bracing, cerebral, strange movie <laughs> of this whole list. But yes, you can finally get your cinematic eyes on that one tomorrow. Um, the Fablemans is in there as well, another one that was in my top five. That movie is still currently playing in cinemas, so and I really encourage you to check that out. Everything, Everywhere, All at Once uh, has got 11 nominations, and that is on Binge at the moment too as well. You can check that out. Also in there is Elvis, um, Baz Luhrmann's pretty kind of polarising movie. Mm. Uh, yeah, Elvis is still playing in theatres uh, alongside with Banshee's Aventurin that is still playing in cinemas. Uh, a Big Boy Here, Avatar, the Way of Water is still in cinemas. We'll be coming to Disney Plus later on in the year. And then filling out the others are uh, Top Gun Maverick, which is on uh, Paramount, I believe, at the moment. Triangle of Sadness is another really big surprise here. So that satire managed to get into the Best Picture category. Uh, that's playing in cinemas as well. And a film that hasn't been released in this country yet, the final one, is Women Talking. So that movie you're going to have to wait for. Now, Top Gun, I feel like this is... <laughs> I'm surprised this has made it to Best Picture. I mean, I thought it was rip-roaring fun, but it's not really an Oscar Best Movie of the Year, is it? It's a really strange kind of, like, proposition because, I mean, that movie it resonated with so many people. And, I look, I'm, me- I'm members of an enormous amount of different film groups online from people that work on crews in Hollywood to everything. And there is a lot of reverence kind of for this movie. You know, people think that this kind of rebooted the cinematic experience. It got people off their bums, off the streamers, and... Mm back into cinemas and so that achievement there by joseph kosinski and tom cruise you know like to make people excited about practical filmmaking again i think you know it can't kind of be understated so it might it could be like this unbelievable surprise winner because it just sneaks through on the vote so the other movies are kind of divisive like you know they're fighting against each other but maybe top gun just does that like you know the tortoise and the hare thing and just beats them all slowly it's been you know it's been released most of the year and almost everyone on the planet's seen it so mm. you know, this could be an upset win well um, it is basically the only adult movie that i've seen at the cinema since having kids so there you go it did take me back it, to the cinema 
Well, see, look, if you were voting, there we go. You'd be voting for that one, <laughs> wouldn't you? you know? um, now, there's some big hitters you... when it comes to Best Actor and Best Actress. Yeah, look, these are really, really tight um, categories. I think that the actress in a leading role is probably the most exciting category of all the categories this year. I, it's just absolutely chockers with talent here. So we've got Kate Blanchett in Tars. She is my favourite. I just think it's a towering performance and the best thing that she's ever done. Anna Armas here, surprisingly, is nominated for Blonde. Like, I mean, her portrayal has been acclaimed, but Blonde itself as a film was even nominated at the Razzie Awards. Mm. So that's been... Blonde, yeah, probably, you know, has been the most divisive movie of the whole year. You know, there are cinephiles that love it and there are people that think it's pretentious trash. So... Uh, surprising founder to get in there as well. Uh, another big surprise here is Andrew Riseborough in an amazing film to Leslie. This um this doesn't open until March. I was lucky enough to see this. This has had a real grassroots campaign. Andrea has been fantastic in movies for years uh, and is kind of like an undersung kind of hero, I guess, of the acting community. And I think that he, her peers have been writing on Twitter, people like Gwyneth Paltrow, they're like, check this movie out, check this movie out. So this grassroots campaign has now resulted in Andrea getting a nomination. Michelle has got uh, Michelle Williams has got a nomination here for the, uh, the Fablemans. And the other Michelle, Michelle Yeoh, has got a nomination here for Everything, Everywhere, All at Once, which is probably the best showcase for an actress. Um, there is a little bit, people are a little bit upset that Viola Davis is not nominated in here for The Woman King, but, you know, once again, only five spots available. Anything else worth a mention, Adam? Well, look, the actors in the leading role, this is here, we've got Austin Butler here, in Elvis, I think that he was always a lock because it's such a transformative um, performance. Colin Farrell, for a long time, has been the favourite here for Banshees of Insurance. It's not a showy performance. It's actually really kind of like unvarnished and vulnerable. But Colin, you know, was for the longest time a Matt, you know, like this absolute pinup of, of an actor. And he made, look, he did make some trash, but he has morphed into this really malleable character actor and i think that no one had a better year cinematically last year than colin i mean you know he was unrecognizable as the penguin in the batman and then here he is giving a really soulful performance in this he's up against brendan fraser who is, is on a massive comeback trail mm. for the whale once again a really fantastic performance one that is underneath an enormous amount of prosthetics but oscars always kind of love that as well the big surprises here are paul mescal for a movie called after sun which i have seen which is coming out probably in about another week or two weeks here in Australia, which is a beautiful film about a father and daughter on a holiday and kind of like them both uh, struggling with their memories. Very, very good movie. And Bill Nye here is a big surprise for living as well. So once again, actors like Tom Cruise got shut out, uh, but Bill Nye got in there. So a pretty exciting category as well. Uh, with the directors here too as well, we have Banshees, Aventure and Martin McDonough here, Everything Everywhere All at Once by the two Daniels, Daniel Kwan and Daniel Sheenert. And then we've got The Fablemans, Steven Spielberg. We've got Tar for Todd Field and Triangle Sadman of Sadness for Ruben Ostlin. But uh, no James Cameron didn't mm. manage to get in there this year. So, yeah, like, I mean, uh, I think this is going to be a really tight race. I think I'm going to be pretty excited about it all. And I think that because we're, as Australians, we're kind of lucky that we've got a lot of these films available at our fingertips at home on our streaming services. And just lastly, Bill Nye, any list with him on it, I'm all for it. Love him. You're, yeah, you'll be rooting for Bill. <laughs> Why not? But, you know, but look, we now and then people do. They look, you know, the Oscars are political. There are strange machinations. Sometimes people vote and they go, you know what? 
Bill's an old man. He might get another nomination. Yeah. Let's celebrate his times and his career. You know, I mean, that's, you know, effectively that's what happened with Anthony Hopkins just, you know, in recent history. He was a big surprise over Chadwick Postman. So you never know on Oscar night. I get very excited about the upsets. We that will find out March 12th. Uh, Adam Ross, always good to chat and uh, we'll check in in seven days. No worries. My pleasure, Pablo. The feel-good start to your day. This is Pablo for breakfast. Triple